Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Welcome back to another episode and a brand new season of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. I can't believe that we are going into season four of the podcast. This has been a labor of love and it's not going anywhere. I'm super excited to really dig in and focus on the podcast in 2024. So yay, I'm so excited you are here and back listening. Um, We are going to have weekly episodes again as of now. We will probably have a break at some point before our normal break in November, but I will let you know as soon as I know when that's going to (laughs) happen and go from there. But we have so many incredible guests coming up this year on the podcast. I am so excited. I've recorded a few episodes. I have quite a few more to batch record in the next couple of weeks. And I know they're going to be really incredible, incredible episodes for you. So stick around. You won't want to miss those. And I thought I would just do this first episode back. I always like to do it as a recap because it's been a few months since the podcast went on break in November. So a lot has happened. A lot, a lot has happened. I did my annual yearly recap, um, business and life recap. A lot of things happened in 2023. It was a very challenging year, personally and business-wise, but there were a lot, a lot of positives that came from 2023. But I am absolutely excited to let some things go as we move into this new year and this new season of the podcast. So just a few numbers because I'm a numbers person. I am not a fan of math, but I do like looking at data and analyzing numbers. So just a few numbers I wanted to go over that I had shared previously in my business review, but I hadn't shared on the podcast yet. So I know I'm always curious about numbers. So (laughs) this year, or I guess not this year, last year, 2023, I really, really focused on email marketing. That was my number one marketing method platform. That's where I wanted everyone to go. That's where I dedicated most of my time and energy. And for the year, my email list in 2023 grew by about 4,000 people. If I look at January of 2023 to December of 2023, it was a growth of about 4,000 new subscribers. Having said that, I've removed about 10,000 people from my list in 2023. And that's a lot. I think I did. I do it quarterly. And I really like to keep my list super active and engaged. I am a big believer of vanity metrics are 
horrible. Um, I know we like the big flashy numbers, but for me, I would really care more if my list is healthy, active, and engaged. So I routinely bulk remove subscribers all the time. So it's about 10,000. I know the last one I did was like 3,300 or something that I removed that were no longer or hadn't opened an email in like 60 days. And then they went through a re-engagement sequence and still didn't open an email. So they were removed. A really interesting number is that the number of students in Thrivecart Learn, which is where I host most of my digital products and all of my courses and stuff, that number of students grew from about 10,000 at the start of last year to almost 17,000 at the end of the year. So almost doubled. (laughs) I'm going to say almost doubled um, just because it sounds nice. But I mean, 7,000 new students got access to one of my paid products. So that does include bundle participants. So I did participate in quite a few bundles this year, not as many as 2022. I was definitely more choosy about which ones I participated in, but I did participate in in quite a few. I don't have the exact number. So that 7,000 new students does include quite a few from bundles. My transactions went from 18,000 this year compared to 13,000 in 2022. And again, this does include bundles for both years. Now, here's the fun part. My website views actually doubled in 2023 over 2022. And I think the reason for this for sure is, I mean, we all know SEO is a long-term strategy. I'm always preaching SEO. And I think like, you know, with ditching social media completely, the SEO Pinterest, it's now starting to take traction. So even though my website traffic was pretty good before, like 2022 was good. Having it double in 2023 is fantastic. I'm super excited about that number. One other important number that I want to share about 2023 is that in 2023, I was able to cut my expenses in half. So I was really spending a lot of money in my business. I was making good money, but I was also spending a lot. I am not afraid to invest in myself and as somebody who is a multi-passionate and somebody who's always open to learning and trying new things, I signed up for a lot of different courses and programs and digital products. And I finally added it all up. And I think in 2022, I spent like 50,000. And I actually think that number might actually be 70. I think I miss categorize some stuff. So fifty to $70,000 in 2022 is what I spent on what I consider educational or training. I definitely scaled that way back in 2023. I'm definitely going to scale it even more back in 2024. And I also decided in 2023 that I want to, I want to keep a small lean team. At one point, you know, I had agency. I had a lot of people on my team and it was a lot. Like I even had an online business manager who was basically like managing the team for the most part. 
but it still felt like a lot. It felt like there was like too many hands in things, <laughs> if that makes sense. So I really wanted to scale that back. So my team for 2023 was pretty much myself, a virtual assistant, and podcast manager. And going into 2024, that's pretty much the same, except for my virtual assistant from a while ago, Brittany. Hey, Brittany, um, has come back to help me out with some content and fun stuff. So she's also hanging out in the community because as the community grows for the Introvertpreneur Club, it's just, it's becoming a lot to manage as one person. So that, and then also the other thing that I think really contributed to cutting expenses in half is really focusing in on my tech. Like I majorly audited my tech. Like what was I paying in tools and subscriptions and what do I need to keep and what is no longer necessary. So one thing that I'm going to be doing is actually retiring my WordPress templates because I have decided to completely step away from WordPress. Even though I love WordPress, I don't want to keep paying for hosting on WordPress. I don't want to keep paying for my 200 to 300 domain names. So I'm going to let that go. And so obviously, you know, if I don't have WordPress separate hosting through SiteGround, I'm not going to be able to continue to offer WordPress templates because I'll have nowhere to host the demos and all of that. Um, so that's one thing I decided that I'm going to let go of into this year. Um, that was just a additional expense that wasn't needed. I've definitely been looking at more lifetime deals how I can use my tech and systems better. Um, like if I'm paying for something, is it really worthwhile to continue paying the amount that I'm paying? You know, comparably looking at how much of a discount there is if I pay annually, if it's something that I know I'm going to use and is not going to be going anywhere. You know, just little things that I could simplify my expenses. And I'm really, I'm, I'm really proud of how I did this year or last year. I keep saying this year. Are we in 2024 yet? I don't know. <laughs> it feels like we're still trucking along, but <laughs> so I just wanted to share some numbers. I love looking at numbers. I love hearing numbers, the real data. When it comes to what I'm focusing on this year, community and connection is number one. I really want to continue to grow and connect. I really want to build connections. I want to build connections and increase visibility. So I am going to be still speaking at virtual summits. Of course, I'm still hosting the fourth annual Introvertpreneur Summit in April. And I am going to be a lot more choosy on which ones I participate in because when it comes to community and connection, I find that if you do too many collabs, too many events, it's hard to keep track, even if you like have a system, like I have an Airtable base um, to keep track, you can't really show up and get the most out of it if you're doing too many. It's like spreading yourself too thin by doing, you know, by being on too many platforms or doing too many different marketing methods. So that's something that I'm going to be doing and how I'm going to do it. The second thing I really want to focus more on is lower price digital products. So 
everything, I, and I know I talk about this a lot, but I see so much messaging out there about six-figure businesses, seven-figure businesses, million dollars, like, and people going on these extreme yacht vacations. Like, I just saw a post about, you know, how somebody would never stay at a budget hotel. I'm like, I just booked a budget hotel. Like, <laughs> I, I'm like, if I'm going on a, on a trip in June and the event is very expensive. There's a lot of extras. It's a conference, not business, but for a TV show. And I want to, you know, I'm not going to be in the room a lot. I don't need to get a fancy suite. I just need a room to have a shower, to get ready and to sleep. It does not need to be luxurious. It does not need to be pristine. I mean, yeah, I want it to be in a good neighborhood. I don't want to be like scared to walk out the hotel room door, but I'm just not a high maintenance person when it comes to certain things. And I see so much messaging around people who are, which there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what's important to you, then that's fine. But I've really realized that it's not what's important to me. And I think this goes back to me talking about, you know, high ticket and how, you know, high ticket works for some people. For me, I just don't feel good charging 10,000, 15,000, 20,000. That would not make me feel good. I would feel anxious. And it's not because I don't have the confidence to back that up and know the value. I, it just, it would make me uncomfortable. I just don't like it. Like that's a down payment for a house here. Like, no, <laughs> it's not. And like I said, like everything is so much more expensive now. And maybe it's just the content that I'm consuming because I really love watching. There's a few um, content creators and if I could remember names right now, I would share them. But, you know, there's there's a lot of content creators that I follow. There's a few that do like supporting the homeless or the unhoused and hearing their stories. There are, you know, ones that do good deeds and reward kindness. Those are the kind of content creators that I can binge nonstop. And I think from watching those, you know, I it really gets me, maybe it's the empath in me, but it really gets me in tune to, you know, as much as we want to put this shiny, glistening thing on entrepreneurship and business, it is hard. If 2023 has taught me anything after 17 years of being an entrepreneur, business is hard. It has ups and downs. Nothing is ever going to be super easy. And if it is easy, you're probably not delivering the value that you're charging for. I will say that. And a lot of people out there are struggling. I want to help people who need it. I want to help people who are maybe struggling right now. And then you hear messaging around that. That's like, you know, the people who buy your $9 tiny offer are going to give you the biggest headaches. A $5,000 client is easy. They don't care, blah, blah, blah. That's because the $9 client, they need those results. They need that strategy. They need that value. They need your help. The $5,000 client you know, if if they do something and it doesn't work out, they can potentially write it off. Hopefully they're investing at that level because they have the income to back that up. And that's not like their last 
bit of money, then that would put a lot of pressure on them. But I'm just saying, like, everyone's situation is different. And I don't think there's any right way or wrong way to go about it. I just know for me, I just want to help people who I know need it. And the people who I know need it can't necessarily, I should say can't and shouldn't invest fifteen, twenty thousand dollars in a coaching program. And that's just my TED talk for today. <laughs> um, I know people don't agree with me on that, and that is totally fine. Our audiences are all different, our values are all different, how we want to make an impact and show up is all different. And that's the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship. There are clients out there willing to pay whatever you want to charge as long as you're delivering and showing the value and targeting and attracting the right type of client. So yes, I am going to, that was very long-winded, but yes, I am going to focus on creating more lower-priced digital products. And when I say lower-priced, I mean like $97 and under. The other thing I'm going to do is more done-for-you services. I've definitely, you know, I started as a service provider, and then I shifted into, you know, one-to-many offers like coaching, strategy calls, um, group programs, digital products, courses. But I went back to services last year and I really loved it. And I think the thing that's changed is that I've found the right clients. Like the clients that I want to work with for done for you services, they're not at the same level as somebody who, you know, wants to get a very niched subject, quick win from a digital product. They want support, they want strategy, they want implementation. They want more results. And the clients that I've been working with have been absolutely amazing and made me just love service work again. I will say with services, I forgot how, um, how do I put this? I forgot how scary or, you know, unnerving or unpredictable it can be. Like I can predict my clients, we have a three-month retainer when their invoices are due, et cetera. But if somebody is late paying an invoice and it messes up my next month's projections, like, and and if you have done for you services, like my packages are 3,000 or 5,000 per month. If I suddenly don't have that three or 5,000 in a month, it is going to impact me. It is going to impact my projected sales and revenue for that month. So it is kind of a, you know, trade-off. It's like, you know, if I launch a $47 new digital product and it doesn't sell well, it's not the end of the world. But when it comes to, you know, thousands of dollars, that can, you know, be a little, oh, I'm trying to think of the best word. If you're a service provider, you understand what I'm saying. But I am going to continue to focus on those done-for-you services because I have the most amazing clients right now and I'm just loving it. And then my fourth thing that I am going to really focus on this year, and it actually comes into my word for 2024. So my word for 2024 is less. I know so many people are probably choosing words like growth or scale or whatever, but mine is less. And it sounds kind of conflicting because yes, I do want to grow in 2024. I do. But I'm tired of doing more 
and always feeling like I have to do more. You know, sometimes we don't need to have more content. We don't need more subscribers. We don't need more traffic. Sometimes we should just figure out ways to scale with what we already have. So I'm going to really focus in on scaling with my current email list by nurturing, by, you know, improving my onboarding for new students. I am going to focus on making the most of the traffic instead of focusing just on getting more traffic. How can I convert the traffic that I'm already getting? Because when it's when I hear more, you need more, you need to do more, you need to have more. It it kind of gets into that hustle mindset, which I've always disliked and I've always wanted to avoid as much as possible. And I think, you know, a big shift in me this year is knowing that I don't always have to be growing. It doesn't mean that you're stagnant if you're not growing. It means that you are focusing on sustainability and using what you have. It's kind of like, yes, I want to grow. I want to increase sales. I want to make more money. I, you know, have all these goals, but I don't always need to do that. So I'm going to be constantly reminding myself, do I need to do this much or can I scale this back and do less? That is my mantra for 2024. And, you know, whether you choose, whether you do the whole word of the year or mantra, um, definitely I want to hear what your plans are for 2024 and what you're working on, what your goals are and what your focus is. So let me know if you have any ideas for future episodes of the podcast. I would absolutely love to hear it. If there's anything, you know, that I can share with you that you've been dying to hear me talk about, um, feel free to send me an email. I would love any suggestions. Sometimes when I'm planning out solo episodes, I get in my head a little bit um, and try to think about how can I give the most helpful and valuable information. And it's kind of that over-delivering and wanting to give more, more, more again. So if you could help me out by sending any ideas or suggestions, I would really appreciate it. But thank you so much for listening. And we will have so many great episodes coming up this season. I can't wait for you to hear them all. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at thetarareed.com where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.